It's 12 minutes past 10. You're not jaded, are you? Gosh. Look a bit jaded. Gosh, gosh, <laughs> gosh, what? Jaded? Steve Vine's back with me, of course, for our Thursday thing. Now I'm going to kick you off. Go I'm on. constantly reminded of that wide mouth frog joke at the moment because all this talk about Hong Kong separatism and Hong Kong independence will lead nowhere. Well, it's led to the door of the big boys who are chomping like a bunch of piranhas who got up a bit late for breakfast. I, I think you're talking about these absolutely gripping meetings that are going on in Beijing at the moment of the CCC, PCCC, WXYZ <laughs> to be followed by the MPC and the MPC probably the MPC SC and if anybody understands what any of those... And beta. <laughs> and, <laughs> and good morning. Yeah. Um, that, that, these are all very, very compelling meetings, and I'm sure you're as... Well, they as, seem to be the amount of people who are sticking their heads up going, and by the way, they don't mean this, they do mean that. Well, it is interesting, isn't it? Because, as you say, um, well, two they, they don't really <laughs> spend much time talking about Hong Kong, and, you know, rightly so, it's only a little part of China. If you get, get a map out... Yes. Have you done this? I know, it's... Go, it's where this is, is it? immense. Where is it? Oh, there we are. <laughs> yes. It's the pimple on the backside, as, as I believe it's unfairly been um, stated. But as you say, that you, you have got no less a person than Li Keqiang, uh, the Premier, and um, what's his name? My other good friend... Uh, Jang da jang da jang. Well, jang da jang and the one third man. Jang da jang da jang. <laughs> yes. He, was he in that band or the other <laughs> band? I, I, I never know. And, and Wang Guang Ya who's the head of the HKMA of Hong Kong Macau Affairs. Oh, oh, that's the yeah, that's the one. Anyway, all those, all those very fine chaps, or comrades as I like to call them, um, have been, have, have, when they've talked about Hong Kong, they're completely obsessed by this independence thing. Which could be the biggest wind-up since, you know, the, the biggest wind-up since... Aussie drop bears. It, well, <laughs> I think you, you go a little far there. But, be, it, like... but, I mean, it's interesting. Jiang to Jiang, for example, who ranks number three in the Politburo and is said to be the overall party boss as far as Hong Kong is concerned, yeah. said, said the biggest achievement, the biggest achievement of the, the CY Leung administration, and he didn't use the number 689, but he, he, was, he had it in mind, I think, was to have... Um, you know, enacted the interpretation, the reinterpretation by the... Uh, do you want some more initials? The no, NPCSC, uh, the National People's Congress Standing Committee's um, interpretation on the oath-taking. Isn't that extraordinary? The biggest, achi biggest achievement. That was the biggest achievement. That was the biggest thing that happened in Hong Kong. You know, people economy, housing, the bridge to nowhere, the one belt, one trousers, or whatever it's called. Um, oh, yes, you're getting like that. You're going, well, you know, they obviously didn't approve of the other stuff. Yes, yeah. I'm wondering about that, you know. So, but this apparently was the biggest achievement. Then then you've got, you know, no less a man than the Premier going, oh, yes, very, very, very important that we keep up the battle against independence in Hong Kong. This is not of any importance, by the way. It's of no importance, <laughs> and nobody supports it in Hong Kong. No, nobody. Because the Chinese people are resolutely against it well all right boys it either isn't important or it is make your minds up i think because if, if nobody believes in it and nobody supports it why are you kicking up why are you jumping up and down like someone who's just you know been at a barbecue where it's spilled over i know your average person i would i'm assuming i'm not i'm not like the tab gonna say 60 percent of the people think this but, but that's I, so I wrong because it's 62 whatever i think <laughs> i think your average person here doesn't give this kind of th i think a second well, thought there are people what in what, the big picture i mean to be vaguely serious about this for a moment 
What they're right about is it is true that practically nobody supported Hong Kong independence. Or thinks about it. It's just a, it's a but, great wind-up. But, but, but since Hong Kong's economy is being... Uh, economy, autonomy, is being whittled down by the day, it is moving people in that direction. And there is, there is a small but quite vocal constituency advocating Hong Kong independence. That, 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 that is true. But there's a much wider sense in Hong Kong and, and unlike the DAB I, I'm, not, I'm not clever enough to tell you what percentage of people it involves but there's a much wider constituency of people who say look we were promised autonomy and it's not happening and so we're very unhappy now that's, that's a growing that is sentiment. indeed but you know all of these people and, and whoever they may be from here or the mainland they are saying categorically Hong Kong is an or Ch- Hong Kong, Carrie Lam said it Hong Kong is an inalienable, inalienable part of China and I can just imagine a bunch of blokes in the USSR on Christmas Day 1991 saying that. Yeah. I mean, you know, (laughs) it is interesting. Dictatorships are are very interested in territory. You know... Well, and crystal balls by the sound of it, because, you know... Well, the the thousand-year Reich, we always remember as being one of of the great uh, predictions of the Nazis. I mean, they they are very interested in, in control. That's obviously what dictatorships do. That's their raison d'etre. That's your actual French, incidentally, in case Very you're good. wondering. Um, they, they, they are overwhelmingly consumed by the idea that somehow people are going to take back control. That the people... They always talk about the people, but the people... It's not these people that they're worried about. It's no, the no, squids it's, it's the, the road. people. The people. <laughs> they'll say, you know, we, we, we act in the name of the Chinese people in the same way as the old Soviet Union. You say the Soviet people are united in this, that and the other. But the people scare them to death. They're absolutely but petrified of the people whose name... Con- which, you know, is used quite loosely in, in dispatches. It's, it's, it's Anthropology 101. Here's one from American Steve. American he's a, he's a new Steve. Steve. Oh, right, OK. He says, yes, why did they even mention independence at the Congress? Just gives it legitimacy. He said there's a movement in California to separate from the US, but it's never discussed in the US Congress. They prove that it is possible by mentioning it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you have a, a minority movement in Hong Kong, and as we all agree, it does exist. But but There's the only way the only way here, you yeah. fuel it is by giving it this this level of attention. I mean, this is absolutely right. I mean, the 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 comparison with California is very interesting. I didn't know about that, by the way. I, I'd heard about it, but I mean, you know, it's sort of this is the 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 telling comparison because America. I know people will laugh, but America is a democracy. And, you know, you can kick governments out and you can even elect people with very strange hairstyles. But that said, you know, when when somebody in a state and California, incidentally, isn't the only state that that's talked about secession from the union. Um, when people say they go, yeah, OK. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and by the way, you'll have to put that to a vote at some time. See how that goes. <laughs> this is the essential difference. Nobody is saying to Hong Kong, mm-hmm. you know, we don't like we don't like all this talk about independence. So tell you what, why don't you put it to the vote and see if people actually want that or not? It's the people here, though, that say it will not happen. It cannot happen. I mean, logic says, probability says they're wrong. Well, Purely probability. Or, 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 or we I'm could get saying run over by the, a bus the, if the, we were the, if, we run yes, out the if front. I knew what was going to happen in history in the next hundred years, I'd be even brainier than I am. <laughs> <laughs> so why say these things? Why say these absolute definitives? It's, well, when it's interesting. I mean, it is, it is very, very characteristic of these uh, dictatorships that they're always talking about history in the future. 
you know, I mean, they, 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 they have to rewrite the history of the past to suit the, you know, whatever is the political agenda. But they're very keen. Yeah. And, and it, I, find me a dictatorship that isn't keen on this. They are very, very keen on telling you what's going to happen yeah. in history in the next 50 years. The thing that cracks me up the most is turning back the clock to the 1800s. From what I believe, the Brits didn't want this place. Why have you stopped there, you idiot? Get back on the boat. Yes, yes. Well, as you know, I mean, we, we've come out of that, that dark period of... I know, of, but of, it's all, it's all, that was all... <laughs> that dark period of imperial colonialism and blah, 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 and uh, thank goodness for that. But this thing about... I, I breathe a heavy sigh of relief every it, day. It, it's worrying, I think, to some people that it's people from Hong Kong, it's officials, ex-officials, whatever, from Hong Kong, who are now saying, this cannot happen, and you know my thinking on that. Yeah. Anything can happen. Yeah, anything can happen. Except like they said for, in Thunderbird. Well, I tell you, anything can happen except for anybody but Carrie Lamb being elected as the next chief executive. This, Steve, might... You might be wrong here, simply because we cannot guarantee that, despite rumours of fingerprinting ballot papers and stuff... Fingerprinting ballot papers? We can't guarantee I what mean, they're going to do. A, what a... Well, I think we can. And I'm still ready to take anybody's money who thinks otherwise. But, I, but I mean, yeah, but but what a state they're in over this election. Election, come on. We're all grown-ups here. We know what's going on. But they're in a state because of what I just said, possibly. Well, they're in a state because of two things, I think. Yes, there is an unpredictable element in it. It's not big enough to change the outcome. But more than that is that they realise that they've backed a dodgy horse. You know, they've said... What we really want is C.Y. Leung with a different set of clothes on. Oh, by the way, that's Carrie Lam. And then they've said, you know, um, there are people who are going around and they've said to them, you know, Carrie Lam isn't going to fit the bill. She's, she's a very divisive figure in Hong Kong society. They're going, you shut up. But oh, and by the way, <laughs> if you want to carry on to be a member of the CCPCWXYZ, sit, sit down, shut up, and this is where you put the cross on the paper. So they're very worried that so many people have been saying to them, you know, this really isn't, isn't a great idea. And they're basically saying, sorry, what, so don't, digging, you, what, what don't you understand about the orders we've just issued? Yeah. You vote for Carrie Lam. Uh, sorry, you vote for Carrie Lam. Sorry, did you, is there anything ambiguous about that? What do we know about the security of the voting here? Because <laughs> if it's, I, if it's I, watertight, I pause, then they should be worried. I pause and, 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 and titter, because why is it that people do readily believe that they're going to send the ballot papers up, up north for, for fingerprint analysis to, you know, to check on voted which way? It must be true. It must be true. Yeah. Or, or the other one is that they've instructed the, the you know, the, the various minions to, to, to take their... Um, apparently, did you know you can take photographs with a telephone? Apparently, you can. Not sure. Not with mine, you can't. But apparently, there are <laughs> telephones which, are, and so that they are before submitting their ballot, they will take a photograph showing that they've ticked Carrie Lamb's name. Now, it's interesting. Yeah. I put it no stronger than that. That so many people believe that this is how they're going to monitor a free <coughs> and fair <coughs> election. But this is why so many people with, get with scammed a, here. <coughs> confidential ballots. Gotcha. This is why so many people get scammed here because they're susceptible when somebody rings up sounding like they've got a voice of authority. I mean, you know, particularly it's just, a mainland it's just, official. It's just the way you and I would go get lost. Or I we know, wouldn't but, even but, answer but, the telephone. But all I'm, all I'm really saying is the integrity of the voting system has not been brought into question before. It hasn't even been brought into question for a much 
bigger elections. I mean, you know, yeah. there actually is an election for part of the Legislative Council. It's interesting that they are in such a state over this one. Not only do they want Carrie Lamb to be installed in office, which, of course, will happen, but they're very... That they're very worried about this six eight nine business. That everyone will, will will go. Oh, you know, we only managed to get six hundred eighty nine votes for that monster, Mister Lung. She's really. We really got to do better this time round, and we really got to make sure that the two people who we didn't pick are, you know, crushed out of all sight. So, I, I'm, in a way. I think they've worked themselves up into a state about this because that's what they do. Mm. But also interesting is the and I noticed that the usual sort of the usual sort of weasels who who, who do these on the one hand on the, the other hand. Now. Well, the, all those sort of weasels who pretend to be objective are now going. You know, we've really got to uh, we've really got to get behind Carrie Lamb. You know, the sort of Ronnie Tongs of this world who says, "Oh, I'm a, I'm I'm forging a middle path." Mind you, I think he wants a job, but never mind. Um, you know, are all going? Oh, we got to, you know, we got to, we got to really get behind Carrie Lamb because it doesn't you know, matter what one they of say, the, though, Steve, does it? Well, I think the point is that that the middle, gra- the, the fable middle ground of all these idiots, and there's an, any number of newspaper columnists who fall into this category, is eroding because they're kind of realised now that because they're all, you know, office seekers and and and, and you know, wanting this... It's rather sad. Other. This is all about it, personal gain, though, isn't Well, it? a lot of it's about that. But also, they, they, you know, they want to be approved. They want to bask in the glory of official approval. They've now realised that, actually, that middle ground, there's no... there's no, It doesn't exist. It's, it's, it's called a void. So they have to clamber on one of the sides. And, of course, they'll clamber on the side no of, of, of the No favours will victors. be honours, will they? Yes. There will be no honours, no favours, no jobs. Gosh, mm. it's a terrible prospect. So you clamber on the winning ship... And you sail off into the horizon. The fact that the ship is heading for very stormy waters, hey, that's other folks' problems. They'll be all right. They'll be on board. You that's re- their way of thinking. You, remember, you may remember post-20 years ago, that ship that was clambered upon had the letters HMS in front of it. <laughs> and they're, funnily enough, the same, same yeah. clamberers. Well, yeah, the, yes, and then there was the, the good ship people's this, that and the other going, sailing off in a different direction. So, anyway, she'll win the election. The question is... Uh, the election. She'll, she'll win the selection. The question is, of course, by what sort of majority. She will do it without popular support. And then there's an interesting thing. Is who, is she, who, is she, who is she going to appoint to these various jobs? I mean, is she really going to keep the hapless Paul Chan on as as finance secretary? The judge gets secretary for justice. No, no. You don't think so? No, no. Well, he's a judge, isn't he? I, 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 <laughs> no, no. No, 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 no. So, so we'll, she'll probably find a couple of nominal <coughs> liberals to, to, to stick in Exco. You know, in the same way as C.Y. Lung had Anna Wu, for example, sitting in, in, in Exco. She'll probably find some victims to, to go and do that. They're, they'll be very happy because, of course, they're, you know, they're in, in a very important top job where they have piles and piles of influence. And also, they shut up. We live. I, I, Isn't that I, I, to... And I think there's a comma there. Can you imagine if every song <laughs> on our playlist was grammatically <laughs> yeah. correct? Anyway. What? Yeah, I know. Oh. So, what do you want? Well, we could talk about, talking of grammatically correct, we could talk about um, 
this business that's going on now with the chief executive, apparently somebody called Leung, um, is seeking exemplary damages from somebody else called Leung. This is Kenneth Leung, who's a member of LegCo, uh, who was in LegCo, made statements about the chief executive concerning this very controversial payment he received from UGL. Now, the, the, the sum of the payment, the fact that he's received the payment, the sum $50 million, everybody knows about and is not in dispute. And this ain't going to go away. The question is um, whether he should have declared it, whether he, he, there was a conflict of interest, etc., etc. Now, the... Mr. Leung, this is Kenneth Leung, not C.Y. Leung, said, you know, and, and, you know, the chief executive, um, perhaps he should have paid some taxes on this. There's people investigating the taxation aspects of this. Now, I don't know whether any of this is correct or not. What I do know is that there's the ongoing ICAC investigation that strangely doesn't seem to be capable of being completed. In the meantime, (laughs) you've got the person who's the head of government using his personal powers and the idea that head no, of using government his, using his public powers no but he says this is a purely personal to, matter to, to facilitate but, but this yeah. is this is where things get very very iffy and dodgy you either are the head of government or you're not right. when you're the head of government that's what you are you're not a private citizen and and the idea that somehow CY Lung, when it suits him can say well i i'm also a private citizen i have my rights as a private citizen Puts on no mate hat. you don't it's a different world. You've chosen to put yourself in that very high-profile role. Nobody forced you to go there. You wanted it. The fact that you had to deal with the hapless Henry Tang to get there was, you know, was just adding spice to the to the mixture. Because hey, if you wanted if you wanted to deal with the dodo, you 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 couldn't have made a better choice. But anyway, all of these fortuitous things happened. You're the head of government. Then you say, no, 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 I'm doing this in my personal capacity. There's something very wrong with that. Most like people, Gummidge, he's got his personal I know. head on. Well, most people understand that when you, when you attain high office like that, not only do you lose your rights as an individual, and, and it's because you have so many powers otherwise, and you are representative of the people you're supposed to be governing. It's a kind of trade-off that everybody else who isn't wearing shorts and is a grown-up understands, mm. except for CY Learn. So he's not only suing Kenneth Lung, he's also suing the next media group. I think he's got two actions out mm, that against That kicked off them. last year, September or something well, last year, yeah. But, but to no conclusion, because, of course, he doesn't actually want... I think want, he threatened last year. Well, that's the point. He doesn't, I don't think, actually want to go to trial, because then things get really well, messy. Well, then don't do it. So, but, no, <laughs> but, but, but he likes the grand gesture of saying, you know, these, these people have upset me, then i got my rights and I'm going to sue them for this, that and the other... But the point of this is that he doesn't he doesn't understand the fundamentals of his of his office and his office is one in which he should accept criticism some of it will be unfair oh gosh who knew yeah. you know i mean apparently there are even people criticizing the president of the united <laughs> states of america who knew that who knew that i mean and and apparently this isn't the first time it's happened I, I'm just learning all of this because I've been reading newspapers, and as you just know... Just follow this one through a little bit, Steve. It's interesting. People who are very against him doing this have said, you're trying to make this place like Singapore. And yeah. I thought I thought that might be quite cool because then we could get to sit outside on the pavement when we have a lunch. <laughs> but not smoke. Not smoking. Not smoking. Very, there is yeah. that. No, well, of course, the Singaporeans do it slightly differently because they always sue through the government itself. 
So, and the judiciary there is much more compliant and, and, and happy to oblige. So, if, well, if I sue them, why not send seven plainclothes cops? But down? no, no, but, but the good thing in Singapore is if you go to a court and you're being sued by the government mm-hmm. for libel, you do know what the outcome is going to be. <laughs> of course you do. Now, the problem here... Cut out the middleman. The problem here with the courts is you don't know what the outcome's going to be. This, apparently, is a problem. To my mind, it's an enormous strength of the Hong Kong system. All right, a serious question for you on this one. In doing this, as you said, we don't know the whys and wherefores. In doing this, is, is the chief executive, the current one, taking a massive risk with his future? Well, that's, that's an interesting point, because, you know, on the one hand... He's abusing his position very, very clearly. But he is actually entering into a world over which he has no control. I mean, the law is a curious old beast. And they haven't subverted the judicial system in Hong Kong to an extent where you can be absolutely certain of the outcome. Say... He, unless he's been told, don't worry, this is taken care you know, well, unless in he's a been different told universe, that and of course. they found a, found a compliant <laughs> don't judge. Don't worry, son, you'll I be all right. I mean, you know, not all judges are equal. I, you, you, you must say that. And, and, but what he doesn't know is, he goes into court, what is going to come out? It's, well, it's, it's, that's it's, what I said earlier yes, on about these people predicting the yeah, future. It's, yeah, so he doesn't have full control over the system, but he likes the grand gesture. I was saying, you know, I'm really fed up with these people not saying nice things about me. I'll sue them, sue them. I mean, you, you remember the greatest sewer of all time who I had a lot of experience with was Robert Maxwell, who, of course, was a crook. And, you know, every time somebody says, Robert Maxwell is a crook, I, 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 I've sent a very strong uh, 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 lawyer's letter and uh, I will see them in court. He never did, of course, because one of the problems was he was a crook. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the problems with all these 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 allegations against him was, by and large, they were true. So you know. So what's the, what's the psychology between between behind these people doing just things, what you've described? Two things. One is hubris. They think there's hubris, and the other thing is they actually think that the great unwashed will go. Oh gosh, he sued all that must that can't oh, possibly be true. Whereas most great unwashed thinking. Oh, that's interesting. Go on, then. <laughs> go on. <laughs> if you think you've been libeled, have a go. Yeah. Now, Maxwell, who was, uh, for, for, for the listener who, who, who isn't familiar, was, was a newspaper ty- tycoon, a very, very large uh, man in his day. Uh, he committed suicide, apparently, in the end. Anyway, he died mysteriously on a boat. But the point about Robert Maxwell was he was indeed... Not an elected official. Oh, he'd been an MP, I'd forgotten that. But he, he wasn't, when he was suing people like mad, he wasn't an elected official. He was a private citizen. So, you know, you can say, well, he was entitled to do that. Yep. But you can't imagine, for example, in Britain, a prime minister Imagine suing. Maggie Thatcher suing people. Yeah, I mean, people said very hurtful things about <laughs> They would about just never Maggie be seen Thatcher. again, would they? Yeah, they'd be taken out and dealt with. <laughs> I mean, that seems quite reasonable to me. But, you know, this is part of the job. In it, there, there was, um, a, a, as you know, I do this other programme for RTHK called The Pulse, and we had Priscilla Lung on, who, who, who was complaining that people shout at her when she goes into LegCo she and say, back. say un- unkind things about her. And I said to her, well, get over it, you're a politician. And I kind of feel 
get over it would be exactly it's, where it's, you've it's, got it's to go. Though. It takes a certain kind of person to want to do this kind of thing. Yeah. You've obviously got, um, you know, call it your ego, your ambition or whatever. You don't mind being under the spotlight. But then when the spotlight's turned up a little bit too warm, you yeah. cry. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you, you know, it, it, it's, it's like, you know, playing rugby and finding out that sometimes when you're on the ground, people kick you. Gosh, who knew? <laughs> who knew that? Who knew? Yeah. So this is politics, mate. Get over it. Um, well, if you, it's, if it's happening now, Steve. It's, this it's, ball is rolling. So well, the so ball is rolling, but they're not in court. I hasten to remind everybody, they're not in court with Next Media, and they're not in court with, with Kenneth Learn. All you've got now is, lawyers' letters are very strongly, exemplary damages, blah, blah, blah. Well, we'll see what happens with all of that. It's, it's to scare off people from saying things, and it never works. So, see why my tip to you is, that tactic's been tried many, many times. It doesn't work. It works in other places, and there's an well, assumption... That's where you've got the judiciary under control. It works, you know, there's an assumption here that tactics that might be used up the road will work here, and time and time again we've proved that they, they, they don't. They completely don't, let's, yeah. Let's go back to what we were talking about a little earlier. We've got an email here. Right, this is from Bowen. He says, there's something called the West Canada concept. Oh, golly. A separatist movement in Canada... There's also been an Alberta independence movement for decades, so there has, which still has candidates running for elections, down to... still has candidates, right. As with the California separatist movement, nobody discusses it in the national legislature. To understand why so much dust is being kicked up about something people normally would try to avoid giving any attention to in most parts of the world, one needs to understand the three major characteristics of the Chinese Communist Party. First, its forte is that it embraces and even enjoys strife, so it'll have the opportunity to weed out, weed out people who don't think like they do. Number two, they don't, uh, the, they don't really impinge directly on the topic, but I might as well mention them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah, oh, he's sorry. going on. Yes. Second. Second, its strength and limits is inventing replicas, which don't really perform the functions of the original. That's like law courts elections, parliaments, that sort of thing. Well, that, that's true. They, they all have these kind of shadow houses that, you know, they're called courts, they're called legislatures, and they're, they have they're lawyers even, which must be one of the toughest jobs in the world. Oh, well, oh, yeah, I wouldn't sign up for that. Third, testing the limits of the opponent. Pretend as much as they can... Um, get away with it. They can get away with it, yeah. I mean, it is interesting. So it's all bluff and double bluff and it's well, all it's, all it's testing. shadows, shadows yeah, 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 and, yeah. and uh, what's it? But, Smoke uh, and mirrors. This, this, this goes back to the discussion we were having before the break on, on this absolute obsession that the Chinese Communist Party has with the independence movement in Hong Kong. Well, like I said, I meant Christmas Day 1991. Who knew what would happen the next day? Yes. The USSR was no more. Yes. And I bet there were people up to the stroke of midnight saying, couldn't possibly happen. They're, they're most certain, saying it will happen. They're most, they're most certainly will. However. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, it was the world's number two superpower. Gosh. How did that disappear overnight? I know. So there's a lot of talk at the moment. Tell me about, what's it called, Operation Thunderbirds? (laughs) Yes, uh, Thunderbolt, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) You're spending too much time in the movies. I know. Um, So Operation Thunderbolt, apparently, apparently, I've got to say apparently, because all these things don't quite appear in the public domain as facts, is being conducted right as as we sit here in this chilled studio, 
um, to make sure that ahead of President Xi Jinping's not confirmed but expected visit to Hong Kong to celebrate the glorious reunification on the July 1st of this year... I'm just year. sitting on my computer typing whilst you're yes, speaking. Yes, yes, you, you, you just carry on. Don't, don't let me interrupt you or, or, or bother the listener. Um, apparently what, what this is to do is to make sure all bad elements like triads or, as, as President Trump calls them, bad hombres, uh, are, are, are taken out and dealt with before uh, President Xi deigns to land in Hong Kong. It's very interesting, this business. I'm just wondering whether Operation Thunderbolt will also be um, looking at bad hombres, in inverted commas, who perhaps aren't in political agreement with the president. Yeah, I know. I'm just wondering how far this is going. At the moment, they're talking about not only cleaning up the triads in Hong Kong, but also in, in Guangzhou and Macau and blah, blah, blah. Well... Gosh, remind you of that article you out. wrote back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, the the, 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 the glorious the, brothers or whatever. Well, the, yeah, well, the, the the enormous support that the triads gave to the Chinese Communist Party in Hong Kong. They ain't going anywhere. Um, they're, they're this we can predict. <laughs> they're obviously not going. Um, what's they going to do? Gosh, they have triads in Macau. I never knew that before. Yeah. They, you don't think they'd be involved in the gambling industry by any chance, do you? No, I think they're all running coffee shops. Uh, uh, well, coffee shops and ballet dancing classes. That's right. That's jam the, making. That's the, well, jam <laughs> making is very big on the triad. Yeah, you're quite right. And so, noodle making because it's got Chinese characteristics. Yeah. But you know, I mean, the idea that they're going to crack down on these people. Oh, please.